What is even up? It's your boy Crabman. Here with my boy Eckenstein. Welcome Hi. to the Hypnotic Goodhart. How are we all doing? I'm happy it's Friday. <laughs> <laughs> ah, indeed. There has been a surprisingly exhausting week. Mm. Tell us all about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will, I will. Mm. Um, so, Monday I got up <laughs> way too early. Uh, for real. <laughs> way too early, I think. Like, I knew. So, ham- uh, with a, let's just retract that. I'm be back. Uh, Monday and Tuesday was the Hamburg Games Conference, mm-hmm. which has been virtual online, and we have been a part of it. We have been attendees. Business this time. attendees. This time. Oh, have, have we been before? Um, no. Okay. No. First time. First for us. Um, I see. Yeah, so business to business. No gamers there. <laughs> Just uh, the gamers who also make games, produce them or finance them or mm. market them or play them professionally on Twitch and stuff. And yeah, so you could like make little meetings. There was a meet and match, I guess like most professional people know what, what that is. But um, so I think it's the first time we really took part of it. I think we planned it for a couple of times, but we never, never did it actually because we thought of, okay, we don't have anything they would want to have or why should we like talk to other people? Yeah, or mean probably. Mm. So, but this time, well, we had the wizard and we had also like another cool project we'd like to get started. So we decided to take part, but yeah. I mean, I think it started at lo- around like 8 or 7 in the morning, a.m. <laughs> and I already just said, like, we only have time beginning, I think, 10. Mm. 10 was the earliest to 18 to 6 p.m. But you could actually go to, I think, like 10 or something. Mm. You could really go bonkers with how late you are. But I was not in the mood for that. But somehow it was... Somehow, so nervous sometimes i get like nervous when i go to bed knowing in the morning is something i i want to be up for Mm -hmm. you know first one was i think 11 30 but i wasn't quite sure when it started i thought like maybe was it 11 was it 10 but then i I don't i don't check it to make sure i'm like nervous enough to actually be awake at that time but yeah it really backfired so I set my uh, my alarm to I think nine, and I woke up at eight or so. <laughs> and yeah, I think at seven I was like looking at the clock and going, "Oh no, I can I can still sleep. I probably should sleep." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But then um, talk to some people. I feel like we 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 should have made like screenshots from their faces and then like wrote down their names and what they do. Because I basically forgot pretty much everyone I talked to. I remember the ones I found interesting. Hmm. 
But I'm not so, so all of them. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe it has been like a little bit too much for my like brain. I mean, you don't see a lot of people right now, so mm. I mean, we didn't have too many. We didn't have too many meetings, to be honest. But yeah, I kind of forgot. I think a couple. Well, at least I, I can't really. Uh, it's just like a, a few faces and like um, specializations I have. Still like three or four maybe. And how many did we have? Eight? Ten maybe? Anyway, so yeah, that was that was interesting. Tuesday, same thing. Mm. Um, and Wednesday I was completely wiped out. <laughs> Thursday still. Just like this. Yeah, I think it's like my intro version. My introvert. Tism, introversion, Intro introvertedness. Yes, that. Yeah. Hey, Anna. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, having so many business meetings with people kind of really drained my energy. So yeah, Wednesday, Thursday was too very slow. Hey, Wednesday I was at your place, right? But before? No, Tuesday, Wednesday was the conference. Oh, I'm, ah, right. Wednesday, you also had your job interview. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, I don't know what we did. I mean, Monday you told me about it. And you told me to, hey, these two people you could pitch your game to. <laughs> right, right. Don't you want to, like, do that tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> right. Monday was that. Yeah. We, we got the tickets, I think, from Games and XR, so... So. <laughs> maybe maybe it was game though the 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 German white mm. thingy something with game. But we had we are now in both. So yeah yeah. To be honest, I, I always wanted to be part of game, and then games and XR was founded, and they they came and uh, like yeah they pitched it well and stuff, and then I. I I applied for games in XR, not realizing that it's not game, which I originally <laughs> wanted to be uh, part of with the company and stuff. But yeah, now we are in both, so it's it's great. It's fine. Um, uh, somewhere we got tickets to the Hamburg Games Conference. Mm. <laughs> to game, the game scam. scam. Okay, <laughs> that's what. <laughs> yes. Tricked you into playing for the wrong thing. <laughs> ah, ah, no, no, I get it. <laughs> hmm. mm. It was surprisingly exhausting for me personally because of intro. What was it? Introvertiveness. Introvertedness. I mean, introversion. I think is not introversion, wrong. but isn't it also like a, a company introversion? Anyway. But we met a. A lot of cool people, a couple of cool people. Uh, I forgot. I think half. Well, at least it's like a it's like a thing in my head that's like all connected. I feel like I should order more. I need a list. I don't have a list. That's probably the, what's what's feeling weird. Yeah, but um, <laughs> um, did we watch the Steam Valve thing? What Steve Valve thing? <laughs> ah, you want to do the same thing? 
Oh, a meetup type thing. Huh, interesting. Um, on Thursday. Oh, you mean uh, a presentation? Uh, uh, we didn't. We didn't watch any presentations. We just... Was it um, the auto racing game? Auto racing games. <laughs> well, clearly we have no idea. Mm. <laughs> I think they they presented uh, something about Autorenspiele, uh -huh. and like people made and they themselves make fun about like that it's not Autorenspiele. <laughs> oh, yeah. So okay. that's uh, the racing car. Uh, no, 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 the Valve question and answer. I think I saw that, but then I, I didn't know what I wanted to ask Valve, to be honest, or Steam. I was like, yeah, we we were only in the meet and, meet and match. We walked around in the little uh, Super Crowds uh, virtual conference, mm -hmm. which... I collected all the cards. You collected? No, you didn't. I did. <laughs> Why? I mean, I, I was, found one no. by accident, and I was like, "Okay," and then I just no, collected no. them. <laughs> I was like, I knew there were stickers, like in in the Mac mm -hmm. conference, and I think in the the in the area, area in the area arena. arena. It's all the same people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had that too. Um, but then I had like one questionnaire, I had like someone asked me a question and you had to answer them and I thought like I may, might, could be that I have to answer some questions to get the, the sticker and then I just said, nope, that seems Well, sometimes you do. I think our quiz also was for... Yeah, I remember that. I remember that's why I didn't, didn't even try. And also, I, sometimes I, I, when I find like these collection-y things, I... It just seems like a bunch of needless work for me, and I'm com immediately turned off. Because why should I do that? I don't know. The... But I love that you did it, so that's great. It was simple enough. Most just give you a card that was like three, four mm -hmm. uh, puzzles that I just kind of guessed through. Mm. And. It wasn't super well done. Part of it was like it wouldn't tell you if you had it right or wrong. It would just say have a great day every time. So I just tried through all of them until I got the XP. Yeah. <laughs> was all in all, like the user experience wasn't great. Oh, yeah. No, we'll probably get to that. But oh, um, yeah. so <laughs> well, the thing was, so I collected all the cards, then I got to level 24, and then you can, or let, at level 23, you can go to the submarine. Yeah, so I heard about it, and that's just—it's basically a room as a credit sequence. Ah, okay. Yeah, I think they had that with Mac as well. Mm, probably like a VIP room. Ah, hey, Vanessa. <laughs> hey. Uh, so oh, yeah, it's interesting because we are currently negotiating with Valve to have something similar, and I fear there wouldn't be too many people from Middle Deutschland for the same reason you didn't attend. Uh, hmm. Yeah, uh, if it's just like uh, questions, yeah, I'm not sure what, what to ask Valve, to, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> can we have more? What are you doing? Do what you really are you doing? All the 30% <laughs> can we just have like 20 more, <laughs> maybe? Uh, or, hey, can we, can we be on the front page some sometime? Or 
can can people actually find our games? That would be actually a question that that that's a good question, right? Why can't you see our game when you search for the wizard? Why is it not like in the five? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I expect I, uh, I not expect them to really change anything. Mm. So what's with the lack of curation? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. Yes, we now that we are on, we need straight. <laughs> we would have curation. gotten on. I don't know. But now we're going under because it's a flood of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, we have the same with tree counters. <laughs> tree is earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that's that's rough. Yeah, that's <laughs> rough. I mean, if you only have like three, <laughs> only have three characters in your name, and you type in these three, you need to be number one. <laughs> you can't have Counter Strike be up top. That's <sighs> that's not nice. So I guess we would have some questions, but there would be like contentious questions. We didn't get any answers. That like we just want to. Like give them to see and already our title is just feel flat. bad about them. Yeah. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But yes. So despite collecting cards, um it was a bit of a mess. <laughs> I feel like that seemed rather <laughs> catastrophic. I feel like yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wonder how much time they had to prepare for that. Because it didn't feel like they had really testers going through the rooms. Okay, let's say the thing first. The one feature that we really needed <laughs> and it didn't work was the calling. Um, doing conferences and stuff. They had set up uh, tables where basically up to five people or something could uh, connect in basically like a private audio chat room and it has not it has worked once right out of like 50 tries that we did where we talked to each other briefly but the third person couldn't join yes basically let's say basically um so just for when this is, we're talking again about a hamburg games conference mm. tuesday uh wednesday so there was there were two ways you could talk to somebody via the virtual um, the virtual conference. First, you had the tables, then you could click on them, and then it's supposed to show you like a list of people sitting on the... But it ne that never worked. It was always empty. Then you could join. But for some reason, Hannes and I, we never could get on the same. <laughs> like, first time we tried, Hannes was even in, in a completely separate instance of the whole... Yeah. Room, so he was the only one in the room. <laughs> no people in the entire <laughs> thing. <laughs> so the, I heard that happened a couple of times for a couple of people. And also but, on reloading, it happened to me a couple of times. Oh wow! Yeah, for, for me never. <laughs> it was always at least with some people there. But when I went into uh, onto a table, I was never the host. I was just a person at a table. If you're not the host, you don't get asked if people want to join you. So maybe that was part of the problem why I was never asked if you. But I also wasn't asked. I got the host, and I was never, and I never got a notification, even when you said you requested. But at least you know I I could see that you are the host. Click on it, and then I got like you. Do you want to request to join him? And then 
I could say yes. And I never got that. Yeah, it never worked, but <laughs> at least I got that far. And yeah, then, so that was a half a thing. And one time I remember, we just one time we remem we managed to be on the same table, yeah. but couldn't get the third one. And I think even like direct calling didn't really work and yeah, everything. So that, that was the second way you could talk, start a video call. You could like click on a character, which I found to be really annoying that if you click on a character, your character walks to that yeah, character. That... And you just want to see who's there, yeah, but exactly. your character walks to everyone. <laughs> so conspicuous. So, so I don't want to know that they see that I don't know where they are. I want to know who they are. And, but anyway, it did that anyway. But then you could like click on start a video call and then Sometimes it will work, most of the time it didn't. I had, I think, tw two, two meetings with people where it worked like that. Once with a table, I think, when the other person was on the table first. And yes, the, the rest we just told them, hey, let's <laughs> use Discord or uh, Google Meet. Um, one guy even, like, he started immediately going to, I think, eight by 8.vc mm. or something which looked suspiciously like um, Microsoft Teams <laughs> like one on one to one I don't know what, what that is but maybe it is Microsoft Teams maybe it has it was basically that but it's before it was bought by Microsoft because that's how Microsoft gets the cool stuff <laughs> yes but I don't know I have no idea well yeah so essentially we didn't need that thing at all. Yeah. Just getting the email addresses would have been good enough. And <laughs> we basically had to organize outside of it because their core mm. feature didn't work. <laughs> and they were emailing them, right? Yeah. And then they were just like, have you tried Chrome? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I stopped asking them after that. Yeah, that. I mean, they were really cool, right? When we they are pretty cool that's, guys. Uh, it's probably Oops. like a big thing. It was just... Like I'm not, you know, trying to bash or anything. Yeah, like it's uh, bad for them. Yeah, it's one of those things. I'm, I'm sure. Like the worst kind of, you know, as soon as someone's looking, everything goes wrong. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and it was such a hassle too to re uh, renegotiate where you you meet mm. because mm. you had you you didn't I think you didn't have the emails of the people, mm. but you could write them in the website and then the website would send them an email and there was like basically you could message them and i think it was more more or less like a chat in in the on the website mm -hmm. but then you could also in the virtual environment um, <laughs> write them a message right. <laughs> if you see them and click on them mm. um which but i many people didn't really realize when i did so I asked a few people, but they didn't notice. They didn't get the emails. I didn't read the emails because we got like a lot of spam. Like every time someone um, confirms a meeting, you get an email. Uh, rebooks it, you get an email. Then you get like a, you get an email that there is a message, and you get an email of the message. <laughs> uh, it was really confusing. And then like I, I tried to tell the people, hey, let's do Discord or Google Meet instead, but. It, I don't think it ever really worked yeah. that they saw it before. We always met on the at the table, tried to connect, failed, <laughs> and ten minutes later we were on, on Discord most of the time. Yeah. But that was a separate thing, right? The meetup, backend yeah. yeah. type thing. 
That's separate, yeah. What was that called? Meat to match. Meat to match? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I think the, 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 the good side, the silver lining, if you will, mm. was that we met like a couple of cool people. Yes, definitely. And I mean, everyone is always so positive. <laughs> and I, I'm not sure if like there will be any outcome of that. I mean, I sure hope so. But of course not. <laughs> at least, you know, meeting people, talking to them was fun. But it did cost me the Thursday. That's that's why I was Thursday wiped out. Yeah, it's, it wasn't Wednesday. I actually also did nothing yesterday. Yeah. Hmm. Just lying in bed watching nonsense. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I did. I played Valheim. I'm still playing Valheim. I think I also played a little bit. I I beat the next next two bosses. Now I'm trying to find the last one. Oh, nice. I did that on Wednesday, right? That was before you came. Ah. Uh, like the third one, Bone Mass, that's the one you need to get to get the Wishing Bone, with which you can then find Silver, because you need a Wishing Bone to find Silver. I haven't uh, killed the Elder yet. We killed it on, on, on Monday, I think. Mm. No, we had already killed it on Monday. Yeah, we were on Monday... With my group, we, we were like, we built a boat, all got, got on them, and then we sailed to find the swamps. Nice. And it was, it was quite nice. We found a swamp, we had like uh, all the material to build, we, we took all the material we needed to build a portal right away, mm -hmm. <laughs> except the fine wood. <laughs> so we came oh, there no. and we had to search fine wood. That then it became night and like huge swaths of monster came like lots of these brutes, the the, the big uh, thingies. Not the not the trolls, the great dwarf brutes. They are like pretty big. They also have like a oh yeah sure, but then the swamp. No, we landed before, ah, okay, just okay. before the swamp, and had like one big stone where we built our I see, I see. Uh, sure, fort sure. on and. Of course, someone died and landed in the other. <laughs> luckily, and he had he had the stuff for the portal, but luckily that's on his spawn, uh, not on his spawn, on his um, oh, remains, so he yeah. could take it out nice. of his body. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> to build a portal so he could come back. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, and then we just, you know, made our way through the through this one and um, I was way more scared of it as it actually was after your stories like you don't get killed by by the the leeches if you don't go in the water you can just stand there and poke them and the draugas if they are like if you see a draugas and you keep on pelting it with the arrows you can kill it pretty easily so no way well, that wasn't there. my problem you see my problem was that I was attacked by a wraith that I've never seen again. Oh, okay. And as I was running away, ran to, into a horde of other creatures. Okay. And then upon return, I was attacked in the water by leeches. Yeah, okay. As well as <laughs> everything, literally everything. <laughs> as I got back to my boat and put on a portal, there were a bunch of draugas and skeletons coming and they destroyed the portal before <laughs> killing me. And it was just... Okay, yeah, okay. Some, sometimes they attack my stuff. And it's not always. I'm very confused by that. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think they have like a, a tick rate when they update like what they are doing, mm. and sometimes the conditions are just right for them because it's 
it's nearer to you. Maybe you jumped in the air and they didn't know where you are. And then they go for your stuff. Well, my feeling is that they attack the stuff I built if I was just building it a couple minutes ago. Hmm. I feel like they leave the things alone that have been there for a while hmm. and then rather attack me. But I feel like if I build something, they come to destroy it. Like they're being petty. <laughs> I also feel like they come when you when you start like um, mining resources. Mm. If you're like far enough away and you just build something, it's fine. But if you are close to a forest or stuff and then you build or you get gather resources, they come. I did read something like that, that there's like noise mechanics mm. in the game. That would maybe make sense that they destroy the thing that they're irritated by me building. <laughs> mm. um, maybe. But yeah, no, it, it just... Now and then when I had cheated and walked into the swamp, I was just accosted by blobs mm. and draugas at the same time. Oh yeah, the blobs, right. And yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, we managed to kill them all and before they came to us because we were enough people. Mm. Like everyone was like, oh my god. And the, the, the blobs, they are so funny because they, you can't see them that they just jump. Mm. <laughs> and it looks so silly. Yeah, we had oozers. Mm, not sure. I don't think. I think we only had blobs. Because that was the thing, right? That I have also never seen them. I don't know why I was attacked by the hardest enemies. First and then never again. <laughs> but yeah, that was that just felt much, uh, and especially because it took me twenty times every time going there. And after the third time, I was just like, "No, this game wasted my time for an hour now. <laughs> I'm not doing this again." Um, but yeah, and now in the in the mountains, I have the same problem. I built a portal there, and every time. I want to go back to it. It's destroyed. Huh, they destroyed when you're not even there. Yeah, I'm not even sure how it happens. Like yeah, if I, I mean, t sometimes I run away because I'm like attacked by a stone golem or something. Okay. Um, but and maybe it got it in. But it feels like they're destroying it on purpose. Like even even though I'm over there, hmm. I don't know. It's weird. It means they they have to be updated when you're not there. Or maybe there, there's some algorithm that like, calculates the I mean, I think I was still in range, to be fair. Like, I wasn't, like, a way away. Okay. Um, hmm. But, yeah. But, yeah, I, uh, well, the next boss after the Elder is a, is a blob monster, okay. basically. So there you need all the fermented systems. That you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then it's just again, it's like the elder, like just a very slow fight. Yeah, I, I wonder how I can, if I can even fight the elder alone. I was like a bit worried. Like with lots of people, it's easy. Like everybody just sits there and shoots. Basically, some some are <laughs> uh, going melee for some reason. But uh, yeah, it sounds like you need like a lot. Of arrows if you're alone and you, you just... do of course you need a lot of arrows but otherwise it's really simple because all you need to do is like circle around the thing mm -hmm. and always hide behind the pillars when it does the yeah. thingy attack and then it never hits you oh, basically okay. so you just run around shoot an arrow run around shoot an arrow and it takes 10-15 minutes so i don't know <laughs> but uh so yeah, start you... in the morning so it doesn't <laughs> become that 
Yeah, I did, yeah. I did kind of the same strategy with the blob because that kind of comes out of a big stone that looks like a skull. Mm -hmm. So I just ran around the thing and shot at it and had my poison resistance, yeah. of course, because it does that. And then I also did the ice dragon that's next. <laughs> and same thing. You just jump out of the way when it shoots at you and otherwise just... Uh, yeah. It takes forever. Probably 150 okay. arrows or something. Mm -hmm. And some of the best arrows, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... Probably, yeah, 200 arrows or something if you use the iron ones. Yeah, I'm just, just using the, the, the flint ones now, for now and the fire. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Huh. Well, it's kind of a bummer, right? That this kind of design doesn't allow for more ways to tackle it. But it's kind of, it's kind of the way you play all these games, like beginning with with Quake, Doom, or like Wolfenstein, when you had like a bigger character, you just shoot him and run in circles, hide behind pillars if there's some bigger attack. Mm. I'm not sure what you could, how you could improve that. I, don't know, I feel like in Skyrim, I would. I mean, my my strategy is always to rush, <laughs> uh, and I feel like I could do this at some point. Like I also tried it here to just run with the edit. Um, but you don't hit it even if you stand in front of it. You have to like specifically hit a leg or something. So like you walk okay. as close as you can, but you're not hitting the body or something. That was something weird, so it didn't hmm. really work. Um, but yeah, because I like kind of close combat because it feels more. I like the waiting in between each shot and you have to aim and whatever. Mm. So I have this button button mashing. <laughs> That's what I like to do. <laughs> I like being at a distance and just shooting and ducking away. That's how I play Skyrim. Skyrim. So. <laughs> I mean, of... I would. Do oh, that what was I'm... that? <laughs> I mean, of course, I would do that if I'm like taking out a camp or something, like a cave. Uh, but if I'm like in battle, mm -hmm. like as soon as they notice me, I wouldn't try to take them out with the bone arrow. I would like, do I But how do you deal with that if they then, you know, catch you and they rush you and stuff? You just run, 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 run until you have enough distance to turn around and shoot. And then you run again and then you kind of find like a route. Seems stressful. Where they're like too slow or maybe you can jump on or off something that they don't want to walk at. So mm -hmm. you, you have like an advantage <laughs> there. Then and yeah, it's, it's very cheesy. I cheese my way through these encounters most of the time. But I, I, I do have fun. Like it, it feels like I'm I'm just smarter than them. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's been that's been that. Networking, huh? Networking. <laughs> Indeed. I actually had fun with that. I mean mostly there were not every single conversation was like really for me, I would say. Well, some, sometimes it wasn't much of a conversation and more of listening to the person <laughs> uh, really happy about telling us something. <laughs> uh, and that is what I also found like kind of um, almost like calming mm. or like freeing that uh, those people were like pitching us their services also. So 
So that was kind of like, oh, okay, this is mm. all right. Yeah, we are we're on the same level. This is not a me begging. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and yeah, and I also had just a good time, you know, going through what I would say and thus trying to figure out, like, condensing what my idea is more mm. and having some more interesting ideas with that. And so I've been the last couple of days just thinking about how to make it more awesome. And there's some there's some thoughts and ideas. And I like them. There's no complete picture yet, but uh oh, said. there's some good bones, I would say. Mm. Exciting. Yes. Um and yeah, and then I feel like I can like explain that in a buzzwordy way that seems people would be like, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nice. It also just felt generally encouraging, even though I also absolutely don't believe that anything will come of it. That's true. It was very encouraging. Everyone was like, oh yeah, we looked at your game. It looks really cool. Again, <laughs> we have to play to really be sure if it's something for us. I, lo- I love the, the one, uh, was it Team 17 guy? Yeah. He, he told us, basically. Simon Smith. He told us, I don't think we will publish you. It's, it's probably not nothing for us. But please go on our website and try it anyway. <laughs> he tried to, to make us like apply for it more than once. Also telling us that we will probably not have any success doing that. And we were and like, I think he was trying really to not be discouraging. Yeah. Um, it was the first yeah. thing you know, he told us is, yeah, this is, this is too small for us. Yeah. But then not wanting, I felt like he didn't want to let that, you know, hang over so we don't feel bad. And I was like, oh no, but still, like, that's just me saying that, you know, just, it could be, we don't know. Let's figure it out. <laughs> what I was saying, you know, that was very, it felt very warm and, you know, it was, uh, it was not that scary as I've pictured yeah. it beforehand to try and talk to people who might have money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Please give us. Uh, he, he was he was really pleasant to talk to and, yeah. and love to have like just a beer with him. It's just I found it so weird that he would encourage us to do that because that would be like for us it would be a little bit of work to do that. And I, I mean we already pitched the game <laughs> before it was made for them and they didn't want it and he told us it's probably not for them. Then trying it again would. Like it would lead to us getting another rejection, and that wouldn't make it better, right? I think he just could have left it at. Well, you can if you want, but I don't think who knows how many times you know he's tried to just be upfront with people, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, "Yeah, but how do you know? Have you even played the game yet?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like, you know, true. no, I'm still do it. I'm just... <laughs> that's true. I often wonder about that, like when people talk to me and do like weird stuff, mm-hmm. if it's just them having had so many bad reactions that they try to go around issues that I don't have and that I notice as like being a weird kind of way to communicate. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes, uh, or like, yes and no to mm-hmm. Jana's question. We are... Not actively looking for a publisher, but obviously being at an event where we might be able to find one. Well, we ended up like it's not like we're against having money, you know, paying ourselves and stuff. Hmm. 
So, you know, if the opportunity arises. <laughs> One, I, I don't know who that was, but someone was like, are you looking for uh, funding for make, for finishing the game too? And we were like, well, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take not? it. I mean, we didn't plan on it, but we'll take it. <laughs> That's also the biggest difficulty I have with planning the project hmm. because I'm thinking about it in terms of, okay, just the minimum so we can do this hmm. somehow, like maybe even on our own. But really, you know, I, I would always want to tell people then, but of course we can do like three times this if you give me the money to. <laughs> yeah. So yes, please fund all of it. I think yeah. I mean, I, I said it to you before, but I have the feeling that that our very well-intentioned way of doing the smallest thing we can, like really good, might not be the best way to go about things. Maybe absolutely not doing something flashier, bigger, but worse because it's <laughs> too big for us could be better. Right. That's actually what I was thinking in that context, that probably me trying to make this doable for us is not helpful in getting a publisher for it. Mm. Because they're not going to be excited by doable, they're going to be excited by spectacular, right? Yeah. So if we have to do it on our own, sure, we're going to do what we can mm. in the very limited means we have. But yeah. we probably need to make this like a multi-million dollar thing for... Yeah. A publisher to say, yes, actually, that sounds cool. <laughs> but I don't think, like, multi-million dollars, probably, they will not, like, trust us with that. After the prototype. Uh, like, the prototype, I'm thinking, maybe 300,000 budget. Yeah, I guess multi-million isn't, isn't that big for yeah, we, games anymore. We probably need at least 5 million. <laughs> okay. Like. So. I mean, I, I'll be happy with one, but... Yeah, that's, that's, that's far from enough. That's the problem, right? That's why... Yeah, if I such make a good like, team. <laughs> if I make like one of like four yeah. or five sections for three hundred thousand, then I can't make all of them for a yeah, million. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And I would like to hire a team. That's the yeah. next thing I'm trying to figure out how to calculate because I don't want to make people apply for something that might never happen. Yeah, the team thing is is like also a problem. I think we've been dragging after us for a while now mm. because we we need at least one artist. I mean, it, like we are still at the minimum two people both doing like. And I I love like a couple of people asking us, "Oh, how many people are you?" And we're just two. Yeah. And then we're like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> you're just two? You made all these games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. But um, yeah, we at least we need one artist. Maybe better two. Uh, someone who does like the marketing networking stuff because I mean it's it's fun but I kind of want to do more of the gamey stuff and then I also have the company running stuff um, but we're at a point where we are too professional to just get some unpaid interns yes. and stuff to do it because For sure. yeah and we are not not successful financially successful or financially stable enough to hire people and give them the money they are worth it or just any money to be honest <laughs> so yeah it's really hard um, so yeah that's uh, basically the reason for the wizard too that we are still looking for a publisher for some funding maybe um, and definitely help with marketing and an artist too. We we need, we need an artist to make 
cool um, cover art because like our promo art isn't the best. It's I mean it's really good for what uh, Hannes can do out of what we've got, but it's it's not quite as capturing as like a, a wizard in a cool drawn character characterized stylish way that uh, yeah, draws people's attention. Yeah, so still looking for that. Um, did you try to outsource little little work? Title work? It'll work. Outsource it'll work. Probably is title work, no? Hmm. I know it'll do. <laughs> but Little. Oh. Um No. But we I mean we are looking for exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean for for Prime Division. <laughs> For Prime Division, we, we hired an artist, and that was really well. And for The Wizard also, we had Gilliam doing the music. And we, I mean, we did work with a couple of people, like you can see on our website, um, freelancers and stuff for outsource work, but... Yeah. I mean, to answer your question, yes. We're looking for someone to do the key out for The Wizard. Um, because obviously we can't. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we haven't like. I'm nervous about this type of thing um, because I want to find someone who can for sure do it because I can't afford to try again. Basically, mm. that's a, that's a thing where I get nervous about working with people that I haven't worked with yet, where I can't yeah. see for sure in their portfolio that yes, they can do this. Uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'd love to find someone we can work with in the long term as well. Mm. But like all the people we are really interested in, they are so popular and good that they don't have time for us. <laughs> so that's a problem too. Uh, Jana says, I understand you well. We definitely need a third person for 3D modeling, but it's hard to find a point and person to start with. Yeah, exactly. It's really tough. It's, but it's because we are like we both have these really small companies, really bare bones. Um, I think if you have like a bigger company and more more budget to throw around, it's easier to just like get someone, try someone for three three months. So that's the that's the thing I'm uh, I'm trying to figure out how to do, you know, in terms of planning a budget for like a proper production. Hmm. Uh, where I would of course love, I would love to hire a programmer or two. Um, I would of course we need the artists, and we probably need a lead artist to manage them. Uh, we might need a project manager if it gets to that mm -hmm. level, because I don't know if I want to do all that. Um, we probably need a music license person who knows about that. We need a lawyer. Mm -hmm. uh, we need all sorts of stuff. Maybe we need an assistant director for on set and things and. The sound crew or whatever. Yeah. And my thing is, how do I do that in terms of, because it feels like a bit chick and ekony that I have to put in, put these people into a budget, but I don't know them yet. And I don't know what they want in terms of rates and what they think, how much time they need and what sort of team they need. Well, I guess the, t the time is a problem, but uh, the, the payment 
you can look it up. That's not too hard. I mean, it's not for specific people, but then you, then you can like negotiate. Um, well, stuff. basically, what I would love to do is basically start the hiring process, hmm. but before I have the budget, which feels hmm. kind of scummy to me, to ask people to go through the effort of applying for something yeah. for a job that may never come. Hmm. Type of thing. I guess I can be upfront about what I'm trying to do. It just does well, something really helping you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, but basically, when I hand in the budget and they say yes, like, sure, here's all the money that I also don't have to start looking for the team and hmm. but to kind of like put people in place to say when it's go time. Yeah, it also looks better. That that's what they wanna see. Hmm. But it's tough. It's definitely tough. And I think you have to to be content with the possibility that it that it just doesn't work out and you're screwed. <laughs> and that's something I really don't like. I, I like to work like in a in a setting where I basically can't lose, where I know that I will finish I can finish it and it will be good. Well maybe not perfect, not completely finished, not I mean not everything I dreamed of might be in there. But I'll have a, a good product at the end, and uh, even if if everything goes um, to shit, that I will not have huge amounts of debt that I'll have to get a job for and uh, get rid of. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we need to get in contact with like one my my former boss, <laughs> who who managed to get money for. For, uh, for HeroCon online and and uh, and the other stuff, um, he was. I mean, he. I think he's a narcissist, and he's a. Yeah, I don't know what what kind of, but he. I don't think he's a bad person, but he's. He will talk your ear off about stuff, and he will make you excited about stuff, and he managed to get like, like the weirdest people, like rich people, to just part with their money. Because they believe that he's the next whatever and he will make like millions for them. And yeah, then it always fails. <laughs> but somehow he, he still managed to, to continue after that. Like he, he lost them the money, but then he found like the next people. I would love to ask him about that. Like, what are you doing? Are you just like moving on like nothing happened? It's... I think that's an, it's a narcissism that helps him there. Because if, uh, for, in his mind, I don't think it was a failure. I think like something didn't work out that was out of his control, but his his vision was always true, <laughs> and uh, maybe the world wasn't ready for it yet. I I don't know. I don't think you would get much uh, helpful information out of him, to be honest. But the thing is, I have that conviction. I am usually hesitant about like yeah. just. Like letting that all out, <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's part of what felt nice about because I didn't even get to all the good stuff and people were already like, yeah, no. Even when I said like, it doesn't look like your company does this type of thing. Yeah, no. Still, please tell me. Yeah. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be horror. I don't think you have horror. Well, we could have horror. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but who knows? Maybe maybe there's there's one or two real opportunities for us that we 
managed to stumble onto that. Yeah. So let's keep our fingers crossed. I'm particularly curious about those companies that um, kind of secure investments for you. Yeah. Because that seems like such an excellent service. It seems exactly. like black magic. <laughs> like you have to you know, sacrifice it's, a goat to get it started or something. I'm also like, uh, I wonder like how I, that can't work, can it? Or like we're not good enough to like be part of that exclusive whatever but it's well, they, they, I think basically yeah. they are selling you then so you have to be like sellable you have mm -hmm. to be that oh, it's one is so great you, you have to do a Peter Molyneux and <laughs> tell them everything they want to hear and some I more do that I mean I could probably do that better with the German if anyone knows about firms like that we need to we need to hear we don't know any and especially if there's a German thing because my god can I tell you some bullshit about the impact on the German industry, you know, that I'm... Can, I, I've heard that story a couple of times. <laughs> it's really good. It gets better every time. <laughs> yeah, and it actually literally does, because I've come up with a couple more ways in which this is going to be incredible. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I think we, we just need to do some more networking. We need to get in contact with people. We we need to get you drunk before oh, <laughs> we start yeah. with the with the pitching, and then and then may, maybe we'll maybe we'll we'll do the thing. Yeah, and I'm also definitely just gonna try to just plan bigger. We know we can always scale it down if we need to, but yeah. maybe we really just need to swing for the fences. I mean, I don't think we necessarily need to be bigger, but we need to be flashier. You know, we need to be bolder. Same. But yes, yes. Well, you can't do that on a, on a small budget, like, like, like crank, like small budget action movie. Well, crank still costs a couple million, so. but it's not. It's not a hundred million, but yeah. it's. But I mean, that's the same situation we are dealing with, right? We now want to make a crank for which we need well, a couple million. <laughs> well, maybe we will need to to watch. Uh, did you know Edgar Wright's first movie? Um, so. for a fistful of fingers <laughs> <laughs> I think you can watch it on YouTube complete mm. uh, it's a, like a comedy spoofy thingy mm. and I, I'd, I'd like to watch it but I'm kind of maybe it's too raw to really enjoy but maybe it's cool, good enough a friend of mine watched it but in any case <laughs> um, I've seen today again uh, a gif of a game someone's working on Reddit and it's basically you are playing like a character. I think it looks very much like a robot, but in any case, it's first person who dribbles a basketball and he fights his way through by throwing the basketball at like people who shoot him. It looks like a like a completely normal shooter, but he has only a basketball to fight with, and he can do like lots of jumpies stuff and that. Mm. And I feel like this this kind of like instantly recognizable bold decision in the design makes it inherently better to sell the game mm. because that's that's something fresh and new but also within the confines of a shooter which is really well explored and has a big uh, fan base so you know the wizard would you have turn based but you can like you can draw the spells but only the pattern it's not it's not bold and big enough Maybe we need to, to go, I don't know if we can add something to it. 
I think the gameplay is pretty much at the point that I want to have it, but maybe that's something we can like layer on top. Like maybe when you win the level, uh, I don't know. I can only think of, of Kevin strips down as naked, but something like bold in its design nature, like something that's where people go, wow, they redid that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's it's not a thing that's immediately like when you have a great hook, the thing you care about is immediately there, and it feels like we often fall into the trap of trust me, you'll see. Hmm. Um, yeah, it seems like a you know you'll find out where why there's a thing that you're gonna hmm. love, but it takes time. And that's well, that's probably not helping because people don't have time to yeah. invest if they don't know you. Uh, yeah, if you need to play a game for two hours before you get to the point, that's incredible. You know? mm. That's awesome if people already know that they can trust you and you'll take them there, but they're not going to do that otherwise. It's, and the thing is, we actually we have a kind of catchy hook with the facelessness. Yeah. Maybe we just need a better way to communicate that. Yeah, play it up more. Yeah. Show it more. I mean, if we had like an artist and and, and more budget, uh, I'd say we could do for some animations, mm. some cutscenes or stuff, and then. Because the, the text is already, has this boldness of artistic weirdness, mm. right? And and the people who read the text, they love it. And it's always something they, they tell me, like, oh, I love the story. And I can always say, yeah, well, that's what my colleague wrote. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the game started out for me, and I think often my game start out, that I have a love for... A genre or just like the sprites I love the sprites they, they, the sprites hooked me to make the game mm. and now I need to sell the game it's, it's kind of tough like if you are hooked by the <sighs> by the visuals like I was that's the thing the visuals have been everywhere so nobody gives a shit anymore that's the thing yeah if yeah. anything it probably hurts us <laughs> yeah well that sucks I mean, I think we kind of mitigated that with a much cooler lighting and stuff. Yeah, it looks now very more, uh, very more distinct, distincter, distinct. Anyway, it looks more different. More different than before. It does more look more different than before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah, we we kind of yeah we kind of stacked the deck against us there, didn't we? I don't think we did. I, I I think we just failed to stick it in our advantage. <laughs> we did our best at the time. Like and I, I don't think it's, it's, it's the thing we did at the time, but we should, as you said, we should have gone bolder, hire an artist for a completely new thing. <laughs> I don't want to. I like the sprites. I mean, why? Why does like 
FTL. Why did this become such a great? It's not the graphics. It looked like shit. It always looked like shit. It looked like an indie game, and it was the time of the indie boom. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I still want to make more games with the sprites, with the other sprites. I don't think that there are so many uh, with the sci-fi uh, sprites, or so maybe it'll work. I also think Pixel in general is dead. I don't want to give that up. We've we've done it for twenty years now. It's 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 done. I, I didn't have what, my and time yet. <laughs> and those twenty years were all homages. Like the original <laughs> time is even older. So I think after twenty years of homages, we are. I mean, We're satisfied now. <laughs> time to go for PlayStation 2 graphics. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what? Okay, guys, it was cool listening to you. Really interesting topic. That sounds like you're about to break up with us. Calling games that look kind of single but are bold. Loop Hero. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Obsessed with that. Unfortunately, have to go. Oh, there it is. Marcus Klöppel is doing a talk on storytelling. Ah, right. That's today. Markus Klöppel. <laughs> Who well, we are two people, that's just one person, so I don't know how that's better. We can also tell you something about storytelling. <laughs> but I guess, I, guess, I guess we save our podcast so you, you can watch it later. So we forgive you. <laughs> Thanks for, for being here. <laughs> Have a good time. Yeah, yeah. Loop, Loop Hero has that. But Loop Hero also has this really nice homage look. Like it, 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 it hooks you with the graphics because... You, you know the kind of graphics, but it's different. You know, these are new pixel art that you haven't seen before, and us, you have kind of seen before, mm. because it, they are literally in other games. Um, you guys should do a talk at Game Dev Leipzig, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I know you're better at ranting than at, at actually holding talks. But yeah, I mean, if someone gets me talking about something, I can do a presentation right there. <laughs> eventually we will do, for sure. I mean, we, we love the Leipzig game uh, scene. I mean, we don't have, we don't do much with them, but I like that they are there and I want to support them. So we will do, we will do one or two. Like, I think each one of us should at least do one. Do our what? Our part. Well, I will just do like the history of hypnotic O as I've done before a couple Boring. of times. And <laughs> uh, you can just talk about whatever. <laughs> I mean, I do like talking about whatever. That's my. Yeah. I really feel like conferences should be more like let's sit down, let's talk about whatever. In fact, wasn't that a thing once? No, it was with uh, Inside the Actors Studio, if you've mm. ever watched that. James Lipton interviewing famous people, and it's a 45-minute, two-hour... Is table thingy? Where they sit in a, on a table, YouTube stuff? Uh, that's my old, old-timey... Oh, okay. Uh, oh. James Lipton died at the age of 90-something, I believe, recently. So, oh. very old person was, I think, in... I mean, he was running the actor studio, which is part of some university, but I forgot which one it is. Hmm. But yeah, and they just sit down and talk to famous famous people about whatever. And it's interesting, of course, there's a set of questions he asks, but especially, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've showed you at least a clip once because there's a really when Robin Williams is there, it's just, it's it's a hilarious mess. Like he just he can't shut up. Hmm. 
Like, not at all. It's like every... And then he just jumps into from one mm-hmm. bit into the next one. Just... That was an interesting person. Anyway. So, yeah. And that's the thing with expectations, you know? If I'm just talking about stuff and nothing matters, that's fine. But if yeah. someone expects me to teach them something about game design... <laughs> Finish a game. Intense kind of... Currently... I mean, you know, that's also the thing, like... If you ask me, like, about finishing a game, I would say, just, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> so there's, no, there's no secret, just do it. <laughs> I think you got to write it down. I have a friend I have to tell that. <laughs> um, talking about uh, game ideas mm. uh, that don't work. Yes. I, have, I have one. I have one. So, I mean, we have been thinking about, like, going in the the... Dating sim uh, yes. genre, and we had a cool idea that we I'm have. not gonna spoil because I think that still might work. Uh-huh. But I have one that uh, goes in the same vein as like many of your games. <laughs> it does, <laughs> does it's, it's it's not fun, <laughs> and, and you can't tell anybody anything about it because you would ruin this. Okay, but I, sure. I will ruin it here because I don't think I will. I will. Well, Yana just left it for Oh, all right. <laughs> We're, we're alone, finally. Okay. So. Oh, wait, no, when does it still here? Well, well, you're cool. Yeah. You're part of the inner circle. So tell us, tell us all about your secret spoilery idea. Okay, so you know how, how dating sims work. So you, yes. You have a character, let's make him male. He goes, he comes to a new university mm. filled with pigeons or people. I like it already. Let's make that. Well, the pigeon thing is already made. <laughs> it's Hatoro boyfriend. Hatoro boyfriend? Hatoro. Anyway. So, thinking about my own experiences in relationships, how about... Because the, these, the mechanics in which dating simulations usually work are already not really healthy, are they? So, you find a girl... Like there are multiple, but you you will probably try with everyone like simultaneously. <laughs> maybe maybe you can. Um, that, that's not my experience, by the way. <laughs> I wanna, it's it's inspired by my it's not based on my panicked love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is, this for example say is three has nothing to do with me. <laughs> with them but you you kind of you kind of have to trick them into liking you right they they show your their p- personality and then you have to i'm not talking about real relationships still like mm-hmm. the dating sim no, then you, you have to to think of what they would like and say that and then you find out what kind of um stuff they like and then you have to gift it to them and then they like that and then so are you describing the game now, or yes, it's not the game. <laughs> it's just inspired by. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so how about you have a just a regular dating sim, uh-huh. but what you have to do to get the attention of the girls is actually really abusive. So they want to 
take you to some weird movie or they want you to, I don't know, always kiss their shoe when they see you. But because you're still in the game, you want to win it, you want to get into the relationship, they, they get you to do more and more ridiculous stuff <clears throat> to the <throat> point where you think, is it really worth it? Or like, is this, I mean, you could even go get into a relationship, but then you have to keep it alive with, and it gets worse and worse and, and she wants you to change stuff and she wants to, you know, really, yeah, just annoying stuff that, that you like to do in your games. <laughs> Going for a walk for an hour when it's a real time hour and you have to be there and, hmm. <laughs> or you have to, like, she likes to tell you stories and you have to listen, but all your answers are like, aha, uh -huh, and huh? Or, mm, but you have to vary it so she doesn't get like the impression that you're not really listening. And maybe she she asks you at the end if if you listened and you have to like give the cliff notes to prove that you did it right, right? That's that's when it turns like into abuse when she suddenly wants you to prove that you love her mm -hmm. and that you have to like. I know I just heard that from somewhere else to. Uh, she wants like kisses, but in uh, the right amount every day, or maybe even more. You, but you can never go back like twenty per day, and then next day at least twenty, maybe twenty-one, but never nineteen. And then like it's you can't try to keep it going, but eventually it's a game you cannot win, and that you kind of have to break out of. So how do you do the breaking out? Like, do you have a choice in this, or do you just, like, are basically forced to go along with sort of the abusive character? I haven't thought about that that far. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just, I just like, like, the premise, because I feel like the, it lends itself well to the, to dating sim mechanics that I are already, like, basically set up for exactly that. So you want it to be sort of a, um, a moral compass barometer? Not really. I don't know what you mean with that. Well, because you said you wanted it to be that people are at some point asking, like, what am I doing? Is this worth it? And stuff like that. Kind of test the how far will people go. Yeah. So kind of a morality test. I wouldn't call it morality morality test because it's not your your morality you're asking or like your question the morality of isn't it of the other whether person. you're okay to like just keep going and keep going and keep going off at some point and saying no this is not okay isn't that a morality question i don't know because you're you're not doing something weird right well you're playing the character so by extension it is you i know but you are you are in, you're the, the abused person in the relationship. Oh, you're not, wait. You are the one, so you want to Im impress or like have the relationship with the girl and the, uh, the character, uh -huh. your love interest, and the love interest wants more and more ridiculous stuff from you to prove your love to her or them. Wait, so you want to prove your love, but they want too much? Yeah, and they want they want increasingly much, like more and more and more that you can't actually win the game. It's it's basically waiting for you to break out of. 
it's it's kind of not a good like um representation of abusive relationships because at you are like because like it can't really capture you that you feel like that's the thing in, in abusive relationships right you you kind of question yourself you get gaslit by your abuser into thinking you have to do it and you're a bad person and i don't think i can do that with a game but i can at least show how weird the dating simulation mechanics are about like buying love by doing stuff by doing it like making the buying so ridiculously expensive and, and, and more and more elaborate that you kind of question if this is really what you want. Do you really want to prove to someone your love and self-worth mm -hmm. every time? Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. No, we might actually do that because that's I a good that idea. If it's a game jam, maybe I, I could try that. But I, yeah, I haven't done a good dating sim yet. <laughs> okay, I don't want to... Um, Seems like a lot of work, especially like graphics-wise. You need like characters that move. So there's definitely an audience for this type of games. Yeah, dating sim. I think we we picked out because it has like a big audience, but it also has like a lot of entries. And you, yeah, there as well. Probably too with with like the wizard in in the roguelike genre you need to be um boastful or flashy or bold in some way to really be seen and that um, i don't know I, I don't i don't know if you could make this game flashy and, and bold because it would uh, like tell you what it's going to do so you know you need to make this look <coughs> like it's every other dating sim so it's Definitely not financially viable. Um, no, but this seems like, you know, the exact type of uh, serious game that I like, as you said, a game you can't win. Yes. Um, I, I had such crap man vibes. <laughs> and it really is, and I find it intriguing. I mean, I was planning on doing the callback to our first podcast the entire time, but uh, I was trying to lead you there, but then I got actually intrigued along the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it's... Now that would probably be interesting, sort of, an, and it is, I think, very, very easily maybe even possible to... Well, it's a take on the radicalization game that we did, right? You have... Mm. You have a selection of answers to a kind of demand that is you're presented with that doesn't feel like a demand. But as you mm -hmm. like give him, you suddenly realize you have been pushed in a certain direction of accepting a certain something that is not completely healthy. Mm -hmm. And it feels like, especially with relationships, that should be a fairly easy thing. Because I think you can spot politics. But I think a lot of us are so accustomed to toxic, abusive tactics mm. you know that uh, i think it would actually be possible to goad a player into letting themselves be abused by the mechanics of thinking yeah this is 
how it works, right? And then mm. kind of pull the rug out from under them. But yeah, sure, it would be would for definitely not be a sellable game. It would be more <laughs> like a you know the day type thing where it kind of like eventually they're like, oh okay. Cool. Well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a game you just play once. But yeah, I think you you could make it interesting if you if you manage to also um, depict the the breaking away from the relationship and freeing yourself. I'm not sure how you would do that though. I don't like punchlines like that. I feel like the once you like show the thing, that should be it because you should be sit, sitting with the choices you made and why, and kind of think about it. If you immediately get like the release of tension through resolving the situation in a pre, in a prescribed way, not even one way you think about what would no, I do. No, 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 no. That that's not what I was was trying to to manage though. I don't want to just have the player have an easy out. Uh, quite the opposite. I want. The player to struggle to get out. I'd love to if the game, you know, if the, the your virtual girlfriend was like asking you, can't you can't you install this like with uh, root privileges <laughs> so I can uh, make sure you're not playing any other games <laughs> and stuff like that to so really be obnoxious and demanding on, on like the highest level we managed to implement. Like I, I know okay, that okay. <laughs> no, I was just thinking in terms of like because I feel like in that moment where you're trying to do that, and the moment you do, you know, it ends the game kind of right mm. because then you're not no longer in that situation. But um, but yeah, I could I could see that as a as a potential avenue um, that you're not forced to stay through it as you would be in the day situation, because it's, mm. that's the point, you're forced, right? Yeah. Um, now I was just thinking, now if now, you know, basically the story didn't end with that, but there was sort of a resolution, that's how I first understood it, and I don't like resolutions, I want people to be stuck with, you know, now I'm thinking, maybe, maybe not making a, a dating sim, but like a virtual pet, that you install <laughs> that's on your desktop, and then it wants to to be uh, like it gets really upset when it's not started when Windows starts <laughs> because I, I'm sure you can check that so it can if it starts it can check that it <laughs> it can like like kind of like a virus like make sure it doesn't get deleted <laughs> that easily <laughs> it just doesn't let you let go and it harasses you. Yeah, let's let's just let's just send out viruses <laughs> and harass people for real, just to make a point. Well, we <laughs> want to be bold, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's how you get uh, headlines for sure. <laughs> but in terms of a virtual pet, actually, uh, a friend I made on one of my many many vivacious trips um, <laughs> uh, was actually. Like talking about wanting to do sort of a like mental health companion type thing, like a virtual oh, pet cool. that's but stress free. So the opposite, basically. Yes, but a healthy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remembered that, uh, and I thought, you know what? Maybe you should talk, but maybe not right now because they're also struggling, and we can't do any 
can't ask to do work for free. Oh, okay. Um, Bali says hi. Hi, Bali. And is asking if she's being ignored. No, oh. I just let him finish a sentence. Jeez. Also, we left. <laughs> so, your, like this, you mean? We left your space free. <laughs> See? In spirit, you're still with us. Yes. Always. Anyway, yeah. what else do you have on your little list there? So, I watched Raya and the Last. No, Raya. The Last Dragon. Mm. I have heard about this. I have heard good things, indeed. Is it good? Eh, it's not that good. Ah, damn it. But it is an important movie in terms of Asian representation. I think South Asian. South Asian? It's Asian. South Asian. South Asian. It's just with a TH and an S afterwards. Like, this is always. Allow yourself to lisp. I don't want to. I did that in my in South my, Asian as an early kid. So well, you do it briefly for the South, and then you s switch right back to Asian. Yeah, it's not that easy. Um, <laughs> I really wanted to love that movie. Um, oh, and it's just because I don't think Bali can see the chat when the seal says hi to. <laughs> it's it's beautiful. Uh, like the animation is stunning. Like at times you forget that it's animated, even mm. like to that level. Despite it's it has this comic esque character yeah. look. Um, yeah. So as I said, like I think written by uh, Asian people. Like most of the casts produced by Asian people. So, so so that that's the important part and I really want to acknowledge that and uh, I think it's great. I've seen a little bit of critique that South Asian wasn't really South Asian people were, weren't as much a part of it. But I don't know. So um, what wasn't part of it? South Asian? Oh, okay. So that's what I heard, but I haven't really looked into that too much um, because I was kind of let down. I mean, it's beautiful. It has a really cool uh, setting. So it's it's kind of post-apocalyptic, mm -hmm. where there's like the drone that turned people into stone and more or less everyone is turned to stone. And it really doesn't shy away from like turning the parents of people to stone and leaving the kids behind and stuff like that. Uh, similar to like the Maleficent, um, Mm. Genocide. <laughs> um, that was that was for Disney's thing. That was kind of kind of impressive. Um, I I really loved uh, Aquafina as, as a uh, voice. I love her. At least just she's just the best. Um, I really liked uh, the characters and how they interact, but. It always felt like it didn't really, it never really earned what it was trying to do. It just, it was just like they had a couple of cool ideas and they just put them together in a movie. And then that's that. So I'm not gonna spoil the movie if you wanna watch it. Um, I think it's still worth watching it, definitely. Um, cool animation movie, Disney stuff. And, but it's not, it's not a Pixar. Like, it, like the. 
it knows it knows how to to jerk your tears out you know it has it has an emotional punch to it especially at the end i did i did cry a couple of tears but um it wasn't earned it just wasn't <laughs> earned and so i'm gonna talk now a little bit about story and it's a little bit spoilery but if you like start the movie you know exactly how it ends so it's not really surprising it's just i wanna i wanna tell you why it failed for me and that is so the core issue or the core um theme of the movie is trust trusting other people uh-huh. it starts with like the story that they're like they were dragons and there were people and everyone was happy then came the drone turned everyone to stone the dragons put all their energy into a crystal and the crystal destroyed all the drone but also all the dragons mm-hmm. all the humans are back together but and they're all like along like a dragon shaped um river mm-hmm. and despite everything like being good like the the people of this of the different areas <clears throat> um they're named by, by like where they are on the river so there's like the tail the talon the fang and the heart and the heart has the crystal but everyone is kind of like wants the crystal and thinks that the crystal has these big magical properties that make the heart more prosperous and that's where we start um raya is the daughter of the chief there and the chief thinks bringing everyone together will be like the best thing like he invites everyone to have a dinner with them he wants to open it up he wants to uh, bury the hatchets tell them we have to stick together to make this all prosperous and there's like imply that the other lands don't have it as good as the heart um but then as you might expect <laughs> uh, they stab him in the back uh, destroy the crystal and loot the remaining um shards mm-hmm. i think raya gets one but so they trusted everyone and then they got stabbed in the back mm, sure so this is the start of the movie and you know how it how it's supposed to end right everyone has to get together and trust each other sure and there's some part there's a yeah so the movie happens in in between these these two points but at no point is there any justification for the people coming together it's the opposite every mm-hmm. turn of the way it shows you people can't be trusted people can't be trusted people can't be trusted then at the end it's you, you have anyway? to trust them <laughs> and then okay basically at that point Raya doesn't have a choice like everyone is stone except like five people so all right she trusts someone else gives her stone away gets turned into stone and then well it works out somehow I see so there 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 was a journey but it wasn't a journey that led you from the point to to that point where you actually wanted to end and It doesn't even make sense with like the the crystal 
because at first the crystal like kept them away, but it got destroyed, and then everything stopped warping, and then um, they put it together. And it's a Disney movie, so I'm not spoiling too much from the endings. They put it together, it starts glowing, and everyone turns back. You know, the room is are destroyed, all the humans turn back, and the dragons come back too, because of course they will. Doesn't make any sense. Why why now? There's no explanation either. Why why now it should work and before it didn't like that. It's just it's just upsetting. For me, as a as a plot nerd who can't stand it, if the plot doesn't make any sense, but also like the emotional journey. I mean, I did cry when when she did it because it was such selfless, such a strong and, and and hard thing to do for her. But there was no reason other but than so it wasn't about like believing in people even if they disappoint you. Yeah, it is about that. Oh, it is about that. But why? But isn't that a valuable thing? But she doesn't learn that. There's no at no point she trusted someone, and then it turned out better. I mean, she trusts a couple of people along the way. She usually gets like it's just one trustworthy person. Everyone else kind of tries to scam her, kill her, trick her, and then she fights them off, and then they come along anyway at the end. Mm. Where you're like, well, I don't really understand why you're doing this, but okay. Well, I guess I gotta watch it just to see what went wrong. <laughs> uh, but apparently it was written by a Malaysian woman, but directed by mostly white people. Oh, okay. White people and one Latin American, I believe. So, kind of people of color but not the right people of color is that <laughs> something that you can say i don't think we we wanna <laughs> no just in terms of like yeah sure that's a person of color but it's not it's not a person from the culture that the, the movie is about is it not is malaysia where is malaysia? i don't know malaysia is in southeast asia that's, latin america is in america oh, that's in america no that, that point i didn't Okay, <laughs> that was not my question. I, I thought you were like <laughs> questioning the Malaysian. Oh, no, 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 no. I think Although, I mean, that the writing credit goes to that person. The mm -hmm. story credit goes to like six people. Oh, okay. And most of them are also, I mean, I guess it's because in animation, like the, the I mean, all the three directors are listed as also story credit. And I guess that's a thing that in animation, you start changing things from the script to make them more whatever. Hmm iterative process and then the people who maybe that's a problem yeah that, get that. i think you get partial credit every time you write like more than a set amount of pages okay. for a thing so if they said hey actually make that joke into this and no well, make them say this and yeah and then that count as writing along the way they forgot that somehow they need to get to a reasoning why she would do that at the end um it also felt like they they put in characters that that felt like ah isn't that like aren't that just like the penguins from Madagascar but different <laughs> right <laughs> and isn't that like the archetype like they 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 knew what they wanted to have because they this sells and then they put so it's everything still together. Still a Pixar type movie. Well, I don't think Pixar does that as much. I always felt like Pixar it becomes more natural, and Disney are the ones who are like coldly pulling the DreamWorks or DreamWorks. 
Because Pixar is Disney. Yeah, Pixar is bought by Disney now. But, but DreamWorks is Warner Brothers, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But Pixar is still its its own studio. They do their own stuff. They are bought by Disney. And I guess like the influence of Disney will grow there. But Disney Animation Studios doesn't exist anymore. Was... Well, they bought Pixar to not have that anymore, I think. I think they have two, maybe. It's definitely... It's, wait. It's before... I got a utter fool so. of myself. Let me f see real quick. <laughs> Who made this? Who's responsible? Who is this by? I loved, I loved uh, the is graphics. It by Disney. The fight choreography was awesome. Um, the environments were really cool. I, th I thought like. Um, the depiction of the different cultures with their different way of, of um, buildings and all that stuff and the food and all that like inspired by the Asian the different Asian cultures they pulled off really well yeah it's just that yeah I, I, I never felt that anything a character does or is was earned by their story like they just Get it, do it, have it. And it's just like, you gotta deal with that. It's, it's just how it is. I don't know if I was, um, I'm hypercritical of the movie, maybe. Um, sometimes I can get that. Um, but yeah, didn't feel great for me. Hmm. It seems they do still exist. I thought, uh, but also it's not really loading right now. We're not dropping. No, it's not. No, it's good. We're fine. Well, anywho, I mean, I guess it's fine for films to be mediocre. It's just the problem with if there's no representation, if you only have one, it's mm. like a little bit of a shame that it's mediocre. I'd say it's definitely worth a watch. Like it's not the the medi mediocre kind where you're like bored out of your mind. <laughs> it's definitely keeps you entertained. Uh, speaking of, <laughs> I've uh, Continued to watch The Mandalorian. I'm now in season two. I think two episodes missing. And I'm Oh you haven't finished it yet. No, not finished it yet. Well. And I have a feeling uh, the quality dropped quite a bit. I don't or I don't know, I don't I'm not like captured by it as I was before. I remember when I started watching The Mandalorian, you had like these this um stoic, silent, cool character and now he has become like he, he comments everything. He's he's kinda trying to hold on to his stoic, I don't do anything, but he's really quick. Like every every episode he's really quick to turn around and say, okay, well I'm gonna do it anyway and <laughs> I don't know. Something's missing for me. I don't know why it doesn't doesn't grab me anymore. Maybe it's just that uh, the novelty isn't there anymore. I mean, the graphics are great. Uh, the characters are interesting. I don't know why why uh, Baby Yoda has to eat everything, 
But okay. <laughs> I think it's just like I mean, there's one episode where he fucking eats the kids of some species that's yeah, dying that out, was, and it's like that was what stressful the for me. Fuck! <laughs> why is this in the movie? Like, yeah, it was. It was hard. Okay, wait. Before I forget. Okay. Uh, just didn't want to interrupt earlier. Buddy is saying thanks, Wendell, and she says thanks for being appreciated. Oh no, I think she says that all to Wendell. Thanks to Wendell, thanks for being appreciated. These two don't know what they are missing. Heckenstein, you can keep and occupy my space. Keep it warm. No, I want to stay here. <laughs> yeah, better that way. Oh, I guess she said here last time. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's, I, I see what you mean. Like, I think I also didn't like it as much as the first one. Um, but I feel like the thing that I didn't like was something that was always present. Um, because, I mean, the Mandalorian was always monster of the week. Yeah. And it's not really that interesting to me. Because it's I don't I don't like like standalone stories. I mean mm. there's sort of an arc, but it's always like with and that's where that annoying refusal of the call like every time comes in and stuff yeah. and it's like they have the hero's journey like every single time. And yeah. It's like That's true. <sighs> whatever. That's definitely um, part of part of it that I I got tired to. Yeah. Yeah, and it's um the I mean, I still was like, ex I mean, it still got me. Like, when things where he kept eating yeah. eggs, like that, that, that stressed me the that fuck out. Me really. And yeah. the spider stressed me out. And, like, it was a lot of. Yeah, it's spider too. It yeah. kind of works, but you always feel really like how you're being put in the situation of this week's adventure. Yeah. And that is ultimately boring. But that was always the case, mm. I feel like. I'm. Like watching it again with Mbali and watching the second season right after, I would say they're about equal hmm. in how good they are, just that I'm okay by the time the second season comes. I'm kind of tired. <laughs> oh. I, heard, I heard that, that John Favreau, 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 I would say, uh, uh, has. So he, he is apparently an avid uh, pen paper player as well and mm -hmm. a game master. And that he has basically said that that's more or less the same muscle he uses for writing The Mandalorian. And that really fits because that's like <laughs> every episode is a new adventure for your players. And of course, there's like one monster they have to kill and like an overarching story that, that's told as well. So... Yeah, yeah. It's just no. Actually, maybe the second. Now that's the thing. I'm trying. I also feel like the second season is not as good. But if I like really think about the episodes of the first season, I don't really see like in what way they're different. Mm. And I'm just already. T and I really like honestly something that I don't understand. Like I hate this in general. My biggest pet peeves in movies is IMAX formatting. That's, you know, when they go full frame, yeah. like in Tenet, 
Yeah. Remember that suddenly scenes switch from, you know, being about this aspect ratio to just going the full thing. Mm. So you have more of the action because in an IMAX you have like a, you know, a 16 to 9 screen, I believe. Yeah. And they do that so that all of your vision has the image. The thing is that's cool for a gimmicky thing like the IMAX, but why do I have to watch it at home? Why are DVDs like set up with this version? And that also pissed me off about the Mandalorian because in the first episode where he meets the justified guy and they go fight that worm oh, right. in the cave, that also went to full frame, but not in the way they usually do it, that they shoot it for both resolutions so I can just cut off the borders, <laughs> but in a way that is intentionally framed for 16 to 9 so that if you cut the borders you lose the framing that they did so i can't even like ten it you oh. can cut down it is shot in a way that works in both resolutions okay. that one is framed for 16 to 9 but what what does that for you do you have like two black bars like i don't mind that i don't care if it changes or if it stays the same I think the more the better. Absolutely not. Absolutely 100% not. (laughs) And if anything, it's more to the sides. It's not, you know, I feel like, so to me, 2.3 to 1 is my favorite aspect ratio. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what, like, no, uh, 2.35. I'd love to argue about that, but I... Really don't I haven't really thought about it that much. That's what that all movies are in essentially. Okay, okay right? got it. It's that kind of thing, and it is essentially what the aspect ratio of your vision is. Is it? Your vision is widescreen, isn't it? Not really. You just you just have like one point that's clear. That's your focus, and then you go. No, or in terms of two eyes that are there. Like, if I put this in the periphery, I have about this, and that's widescreen. <laughs> so, it's the way I see the world, and the framing of it, when it becomes more about the, you know, the space, yeah. rather than the... I feel like everything that goes high is walled in. This mm. is space, and it feels more epic that way. Mm. That's why I don't want to watch the Justice League yeah, thing without a good excuse for why it's 4 by 3 and a good excuse to me is when the Justice is Grey version comes out. You know, if I'm uh, going to be bored for four hours, let's do it in style. <laughs> but then I want to have it silent as well. I want to have like one person who plays the piano the whole movie through. Yes, exactly. And so, <laughs> you know, aspect ratio com- communicates something. Right, I mean that's what they like utilized really well in Wonder Vision, mm. like playing with that aspect ratio to communicate different things. And obviously the widescreen doesn't communicate much to me. I like that that, that it goes like that, and I'm sort of like, oh, oh, it's no, no, it's more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like, oh, that's. Uh, I mean, doing at the very emotions least, in me. <laughs> but I mean, at the very least, you feel that feeling of okay, that's more modern, that's more cinematic. Yeah, but yeah. I only like I I watch. I watch it like it is, and then I don't mind anything. And then when it changes, I go like, oh, that's an interesting change. <laughs> I notice the change, and then I forget it again, and then... Uh. Everything means something. That's the thing. <laughs> and I'm not a fan 
of when it does it needlessly forgiving. That's as if they would release the 3Ds with some scenes in red and green so you can put your glasses on and enjoy it in 3D. Yeah, that's, it's, that's different. No, it's not. It's putting the gimmicky version on the DVD. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. I hate it. <laughs> and especially hate it if I can't fix it myself because I can cut off the borders on Tenet. I have. I've watched it again. I like it so much better. But on this one... <laughs> Because I on need my borders. <laughs> yes, on Tenet, they're framed like this when the scenes become like that. So if you cut it off and it becomes this, that's fine. But on Thing, they frame it like this, and then if you cut it off, then suddenly you have like a weird. It's not meant. Yeah. They shot it in the worst possible way, basically. And Maybe I'm so mad about it. Done it to, to force people into the cinema. But who watches the Mandalorian in cinema? Oh, I was talking about Tenet. Ah, but Tenet, you can. Okay, no, I know Christopher Nolan loves his whatever, but why is a TV show during a pandemic when nobody ever will be able to go... Like, when was Mandalorian premiering in cinema anyway? It's a TV show on a streaming service. I'm sure that the people who produced it watch it in their home cinema, (laughs) so they liked it fine. It's such a weird choice, and I so... So that was the Mm. first thing that I majorly disliked and the second one you're only gonna come up I mean I didn't like Rosario Dawson that whole uh, I mean it was funny you know anytime he said Grogu that the little mm. thing was like hmm? yeah. that was nice but the person he met there and the conflict there was really boring you know with the town yeah there was like oh there's a bad person there and yeah. there's a jedi who tries to stop them it was really boring yeah. like even the fight was just like i kind of liked that one no i liked that I, I mean i i've heard like of ahsoka is her name i think mm. because she's also from the animated series and yeah. there's like a huge fan by it so i've seen like fan out of her like a lot and i i was kind of yeah she's pretty badass i, I, I think i like her she's cool um but that was really an episode yeah, of nothing was, happened. Yeah, it was pretty at all. It, like it, you learned the name. That was what happened. That's that's like how my uh, role playing uh, adventures go. <laughs> like it's pretty clear cut. There's like a, a badass person, and there's a city, and then the characters go in the city first, of course, and then they are planned sure. to kill the, the bad guy, and then uh, the, the cool guy, and then they go to the cool guy, and then they kind of make some some deal and go back in the city, and then right. yeah, well. I thought that was really boring. What the hell? <laughs> uh, oh. I was so obvious. Like, she had the stuff, and I was like, okay, in the end, he gets that. And everything in between was yeah. not even... They were not even trying to make it interesting. Yeah, that's true. You know how it ends. You know exactly how it's going to end. Yeah. And then they do nothing but that. That's true. But it was kind of nice. It was it was completely predictable, but kind of nice. I mean, that's, that's how I feel about the whole thing. Hmm. You know, once you get over how cool it is... No. To see Star Wars, to see that technology, to see really the Western yeah, yeah. Uh, things applied. The rest is kind of boring, to be honest. Mm. And that big thing that every... Have you been spoiled no. yet? Okay, I won't. Uh, it's not interesting. Okay. At all. Like, at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost mad about how people were mad about that, because it's so boring. <laughs> it's, like, amazingly boring. Okay. <laughs> Looking forward to being bored. <laughs> it's really nothing. And you know exactly what it is, and it's like, oh, okay. And then it's just, ugh, whatever. Oh. Anyway. 
Yeah. What's our list doing? Um, I think we got the, we got most of it done. I think the one thing I'm gonna just strike out that's not really fitting today. Mm. Do we want to talk a bit about James Stephanie Sterling and their troubles? Yes, with a certain Gilson B. Pontus. <laughs> Gilson B. Pontus. What a name! I'm sorry, but if you're named like that, you can only be a villain. So, <laughs> what else? What he didn't never had a choice. Oh, right. It could be a villain or a whimsical detective. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he, he throws quite dashing dinner parties. I mean, it is uh, it is a mystery what that person is doing. Do you know the games in question? Well, I, I've saw, I've seen, I think at some point I've seen one of, of uh, um, Stephanie's squirty plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Then I've seen their uh, Twitch stream where they just uh, streamed, like they, they said now that he's like, uh, he's copyright striked my videos. I think uh, at the point it was like four videos and, he, and they got like two strikes and they are waiting for the third. I'm not sure if it dropped yet, uh, but uh, they, nothing, yeah. they decided to um, just stream. Uh, Gilson B. Ponty's games and talk shit about it and about the whole situation and it was kind of fun but wow that's the most boring games I've seen in a while (laughs) you you really just was it what is was it Shadow of the Ronin (laughs) no no. the Revenge to the Samurai (laughs) well at least a bold title (laughs) And these are uh, PlayStation 4 games, right? Or PlayStation games, yeah. at least. So somehow this this dude snuck his way into PlayStation and just keeps on like releasing one bad game each year. Kind of respect for that. I mean, it's <laughs> not that they look bad. If you look at them, uh, like in, in a still frame, it's just that they are really, really empty. Yeah, and it does look like it's just an empty map where you run around for an hour and then you meet an anime enemy and that one kills you, like one hit kills you. It's yeah, I, I, well, the first the first game, um, uh, the first, first game, game Stephanie tried no no was was um oh. something or something O with an O Sword of the Fortress the Onu yes that's that was that. Sort of fortress, the Onumusim. Yeah, exactly. So, so Stephanie so just ran around there and then couldn't figure out how to trigger the first uh, fight, and then then started the the some other game of him, uh, something about a spear, spear of destiny, the Kaiseki. Yeah, exactly. And there, <laughs> there you could actually take a couple of hits. You had like a health bar, and you could you could fight, uh, but. Oof, really boring. Really boring. I don't understand how how this guy can be upset to be covered by Jim Sterling because it can only have done yeah. good for his game. It's probably the only traffic he gets. I mean, I wish, <laughs> I wish uh, they would talk shit about our games like that. Oh, absolutely great. Mm. 
But seriously, the title is such a perfect mess. Shadow of the Ronin. The Not Ronin. even of Shadow of the Ronin. <laughs> Shadow of the Ronin, oh. Yeah. And then? The Revenge of the Samurai. The Revenge to the Samurai. Oh man, I, ca I can't even read that. <laughs> it's Shadow of the Ronin, the Revenge to the Samurai. And it's such a perfect... It's like trapped in a island with Josh Hutchison. <laughs> It's the perfect type of typo. <laughs> it just can't be a typo. It's the title of the game. I mean, at least, oh, except if he made a typo when he created the project and then just never bothered to rename it. I would assume it's not an English speaker. Mm. Mm. But it's also almost so comically... Gilson B. Pontier. What's this? Pontier. French, then. No, there's an S at the end. Yeah, so but, but there's be Pontus. Where where is this person from? This is well, it sounds man. Latin. Pontus, so, kind of Spanish Latin. So Greek? No, I was thinking like South America, maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I I don't think much is known about Gilson B. Pontus. Revenge to the Samurai. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> it, it is really good. <laughs> Ah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what to tell about that. I mean, mm -hmm. I think it's it's great for uh, James Stephanie Sterling. It's it's a great, it's just gonna give him so much money, or them, rather. Um, it's also threatening their YouTube and uh, obviously kind of ruining their week right now, for sure, a lot of stress and like, just the outlook of having to go to court about it is probably really annoying. They said on stream something about like they're looking into things, uh, trying to set something up to go to get it at the root, basically. Not sure what, what's planned there. Yeah, I think uh, they're ready to, you know, act if it will be necessary, but I still think mm -hmm. that, um, you know, YouTube is probably gonna. Yeah, uh, like dismiss the claims, you know. That always happens. Uh, uh, I mean, at, at least with like big channels. Yeah. Like that. And I mean, uh, the Gymquisition yeah. channel has been through that a bunch of times, so I doubt that Gilson B. Pontus is the one who's gonna sink it. <laughs> <laughs> and he does try. You only can only wonder why. I mean, maybe. Maybe really this Gilson person has no idea how big Sterling is and what. That's also weird because these reviews have been out for years. Yeah. And it just happens out of nowhere. No, he, he has done a, a, a. They have done a recent one about a recent game. So, But that was also a year ago. Was it? Yeah, yeah. The Shadow to the Ronin. Shadow of the Ronin, that was last year. I think there was a, a more recent one, wasn't there? Well, they, I saw on while well, I googled it that there's a game planned to come. Oh. But Shadow of the Roman is the last one. I think oh. it was 2019, actually, oh. if I remember the number correctly. Well, let's look it up. Shadow yeah. the Ronan to maybe get a internship. <laughs> yes, I wanna have Shadow the Ronan oh. as our intern. <laughs> January 2020. So it's been a while. Hmm. It has been a while. And uh, Jim made a video on the 23rd of May. What's up? I just realized we forgot our sponsor. 
Oh no. Well. Are we, are we okay? I desperately need to go to the loo. So are we doing this and then stepping, or should I go? <laughs> uh, I, I think we can. I mean, do we have to add anything to to that? Whole? Nope. Let's do Just a goodbye a... sponsorship. Yes, yes. I think so. This stream was right. sponsored by. Let me let me bring up our sponsor really quick here. So. Bringing it back to capital. Yes, yes, yes. So. This week's episode of the Hypnotic Hootout is proudly sponsored by Curiosity Stream. Curious about what's going on in different cities? <laughs> Sign up to Curiosity Stream to watch endless live streams from cities all around the globe. Go to curiositystream.com/hypnotic to get your first month for free. So join now. Curiosity Stream, packaging repressive surveillance systems into entertainment for the masses. Nice. Good stuff. So that's it for today. That is it. Hey, do you want to know how you can follow us everywhere? Ooh, what's... How did you do that? That's new. That is new. So we, we look like we've got a website, hypnoticall.com, that's cool. Didn't know we had a website. Or well, Discord. You can go to discord.com discord.hypnoticall.com to get to our Discord. And a Facebook. And a Twitter. And the Reds really too much to, to talk about. So well, there's always you like... You know, have to go to our website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just go to our website, <laughs> hypnoticall.com. Follow us on every thing that works. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Good work on that. So, <laughs> yes. Anyway, thanks for joining us. Thank you. It was a good time indeed. And we'll see twas, you twas. next week. We will. Possibly. Will you too? We'll see. Bye! Bye.